welcome to the California Workers' Compensation Report. Today is July 10th, and I'm here with the RateFast intern, Martin Thompson. Hi, Martin. Hey, Claire. How's it going? I'm doing well. How are you? Not bad. Did you have a good fourth? I did. You know, I'm up here in Canada right now, so I... Oh, no. That's right. Not many people celebrating, but I I had a little party to myself. (laughs) Okay. All right. Way to represent. Yep. Yep. So uh, how about you? How was it down in the States? It was good. Uh, Pretty classic barbecue, explosives. Everyone kept all their fingers, so there's no worker comp claims coming from that. It was good. Good, good, good. Yes. Everything you could want from 4th of July. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Well, today we're continuing our Tech Talk series with a discussion of probability. So let's go ahead and start with what is probability and is it the same as chance. Yeah. um, So probability in a broad context is just the study of how likely an event is to occur. Uh, We're mathematicians right now in this podcast, so we're not going to use words as much as we want to use numbers. So formally, the probability that an event will occur is given by dividing the number of desired outcomes Uh by the total number of outcomes possible. So, for example, the probability of a fair coin landing heads up is one-half or 0.5 because there are two possible outcomes, heads and tails, so that's your denominator, and then one of which we consider a success, heads, so one divided by two. And we see that as a result of this definition, um, the probability of an event occurring is always a number between zero and one, where zero would be an impossible uh, event where there are no desired outcomes, And one is a certain event where every possible outcome is desirable. And then every probability falls between those two values. So probability is kind of like applying logic to chance. Yeah. So I'm glad you bring up chance um, because outside of the rapper from Chicago, it's also (laughs) a mathematical term. Yeah. Um, And you may have heard that in the context of talking about probability. And probability and chance are almost exact synonyms. Um, Chance is just the probability multiplied by 100. So if you have a 0.5 chance or probability of getting heads, you have a 50% chance. And that's just to make it more like colloquially usable, right? It's like what you hear uh, when people talk about likelihood. So, Claire, where, where have you heard the term chance thrown around? Uh, in the weather, weather report. Yeah, exactly. That's like probably the most common uh, place we've all heard it. Um, people often say like, oh, there's a 60% chance of rain tomorrow. And you might be wondering like, well, wait, you said probability and so chance is taking the number of desired outcomes and dividing it by the total number of outcomes. And I don't think the weatherman goes around and like counts every single possible weather outcome for tomorrow because (laughs) there would be like probably like infinite. I I mean like way too many. Right. right? Um, So answering that question kind of speaks to the difficulty in calculating probability when you're not just flipping coins or rolling dice, uh, which is not what mathematicians do anymore. Like we've pretty much, we've figured that one out uh, how to flip coins. (laughs) Uh, but weather's a little more complicated, right? So there are a ton of ways to do this. Uh, but uh, weathermen use a technique called ensemble forecasting, where you could have a bunch of models, let's say 100, because uh, it's a nice number, and they all try to predict how much rain is going to fall tomorrow mm-hmm. in a certain area. 
And if 60% of them say there's going to be at least an inch of rain, then you tell your fine listeners that there's a 60% chance of rain. Ah. Yeah. So that's, it's not so much like probability that it will rain. It's the probability that their model said it would rain. Mm-hmm. Um, but close. Yeah, that explains uh, so many inaccuracies that I've encountered in weather reports. Now I know. Really, it was being accurate. Right, yeah. So their models were just wrong. But everything you said about the models was uh, correct in terms of probability. Right. Very cool. A quick aside, um, if I may, uh, we also might hear the term odds. So uh, like people talk about like the odds of you winning the lottery are one in a billion. And that's like slightly different than probability. So if probability was like the ratio between desired to total outcome, mm-hmm. uh, the odds of an event are the ratio of desired to undesirable outcomes. So the odds of flipping a head are one to one because it's one head to one tail. And when you're in the context of the odds of you winning the lottery being one in a billion, the probability is going to be close to one billionth, but they're, they're actually slightly different. Um, yeah, just a, a slight, a quick aside there. Sorry. Yeah, no, it's, it's really interesting because I think we, people tend to use all three interchangeably and it's, um, they're related, but, but not identical. Right. Just a little different. And mathematics basically just uses probability. Okay. Yeah, there aren't, like, papers written about the odds of something happening, really. (laughs) Not yet. Right, we could change that, I guess. Yes, yes. Great, so there's this concept that I was looking at today, and correct me if I'm pronouncing it wrong, chi square fit? Oh, okay, so chi. Chi. Yeah, the Greek (laughs) alphabet to English letters, uh, not like a perfect... One to one there. Um, so the chi squared is like a goodness of fit test, uh-huh. um, and Ratefast uses it at times. And it's sort of the bread and butter of comparing your actual data to what you think your data should look like, uh, which is a whole like a lot of research concerns itself with that question. And um, an important facet of that is the probability that what you saw in your data was just um, noise or the result of luck, kind of, like just how the numbers fell out. Mm-hmm. And so if I want to say that these this data does not match this underlying distribution and my chi-squared goodness of fit test um, tells me that, it usually tells me that with like a certain confidence. And if it's like 95% confident, that's pretty good. But there's like a 5% chance out there or a 0.05 probability that we are wrong. Um, And that's like an inescapable part of hypothesis testing across academia. Um, And chi-squared is just participating in that. Yes, it's sort of a a reassuring um, blanket possibility. I I approve of it. Yeah. Yes. It's good to know, like, your answer, and then how confident you are in your answer. Definitely, yeah. Um, so why is all of this relevant? You know, why, why should I care? Sure, yeah, well, I care about probability. <laughs> um, so it's, it, like I've mentioned, uh, all or a lot of hypothesis testing in academia relies on it, but maybe you're not, maybe you're not in on that. 
Uh, anytime you want to know something about a future state of a system, probability comes into play. So we talked about weather earlier. You probably care about the weather tomorrow. Uh, probability underpins the forecast. Anytime you talk about money, if uh, I'm investing in a product, I want to know the likelihood that it pays off or goes bust. In lo- maybe like sort of a more macabre sense, I have a life insurance pol- policy and there's probably like some cell out there that says the probability that I'm going to live for the next year, right? Right. So that's kind of grim, but it's, it's out there. Uh, and any product you use in its reliability testing of the phone I'm using to talk to you and the radio towers and the satellites, somebody knows how likely it is that that's going to last for the next 5, 10, or 15 years or what its worth is going to be. And all of those rely on the probability of things breaking or changing or, or any other environmental factors like that. And so maybe you don't have to calculate probability, but most things around you, there are tons of probabilities associated with them. Yes, that that makes so much sense. But it seems like because the it, it must be highly profitable to accurately calculate probability, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, like the entire investment industry is based on that. Also, <laughs> um, in maybe like a more retroactive sense, fraud detection, mm-hmm. which um, Ratefast is starting to bake into some of its products. We can't talk about the the exact details here, but you can. For like a given data set of measurements or investments or, you know, ballot counts for an election, you can expect certain um, randomness to be present or at least understand the likelihood of certain patterns. And if you don't see those patterns or you see those patterns too much, uh, you can kind of start calling it into question. And so uh, a common way to do that is... uh, I don't want to get into that. That's too close to what our product is. <laughs> well, what I'm thinking of is um, that television series Sherlock. I feel like this is how Sherlock thinks a lot of the time is by looking around um, and noticing patterns and asking the probability that they are part of the normal, how things go are part of a crime. Yeah, exactly. That's like a perfect analogy. Um, so yeah, it could have, you could have just happened to walk by this place where the jewels were stolen. You could right. have just happened that like randomly you could have been there, but the more, like the smaller, smaller that probability is the less and less likely you're innocent. And exactly. Yeah. Maybe he's not sitting there with a chalkboard, but I feel like that's <laughs> happening. Yeah. Background. He's at the chalkboard in his mind. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He has that luxury. Yes. Yes. Well, that is just, I think it's, um, it's always fascinating to me to discover kind of these new lenses which, with which you can look at the whole world, really, and, and time. And probability is no exception to that. So um, thanks so much for, for filling us in today on it. And do you have any last, last words on probability today? No, I'm uh, glad you brought up that Sherlock analogy. That's probably going to be one I kind of carry around in my pocket from now on. Very good. I, I'm always pleased when a metaphor gets passed on for pocket carrying. Absolutely. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Talk to you next time. Yeah. Have a good one, Claire. Bye. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the California Workers' Comp Report. 
You can follow RateFast on Twitter at RateFast or visit www.rate-fast.com to learn more.